Hey there, it's Dana Damara. Welcome to episode 29 of Evolve Your Soul series. Um, I'm really in love with this theme, so I'm going to try to stay on point, although it may be slightly challenging. Um, the theme for this week in my podcast is the word compassion. And it's a interesting word. I, uh, have played around with this word for quite some time. And so I want to dive right in um, with this. So those of you who have listened to my podcast before, you'll know, you know, I like to bring us to a little bit of a pause before we drop in. So if you um, are not driving, my invitation to you is to take a moment um, and set a sacred space for yourself. Um, Find a space of quiet, of peace, of calm, where you can be completely present. And if you are driving, um, my invitation to you is to just take in your surroundings a little bit more. uh, Be a little bit more aware of what's going on around you. So we'll just drop in for a moment and take some long, deep breaths. I like to take cleansing breaths in between things when I can seems to kind of clear the energy from space to space. So take a big deep breath in through the nose. Exhale all the breath out through the mouth. You can do that as many times as you need to center yourself. And we'll just sit as long as we need to feel grounded and rooted and take a pause for a moment. Taking this pause in between things is really powerful. It's a habit I'm personally trying to cultivate. Sometimes I do well, sometimes not so much. And I have compassion for myself. (laughs) So again, you can stay here as long as you need. Uh, You can always pause the recording. Otherwise, I'm going to go ahead and begin honestly, because there are so many things going on in my mind about this word compassion. And I don't ever write up any kind of, um, someone asked me the other day, they said, do you write out like a script? And I'm like, no, I just (laughs) speak off the cuff or downloaded from the divine. So either way you look at it, right? So this word compassion, um, so compassion is, is uh, I, I actually did look it up. I'm going to read this to you uh, because I find it interesting. Um, compassion, when you look it up online, it says sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others. Um, and then they give this example of the victim should be treated with compassion, but it doesn't seem like a definition, right? And then a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for another who is stricken by misfortune, um, accompanied by a strong desire to alleviate the suffering. So, you know, I think that's fine. We can go ahead and we can use that as a definition if you want. But what I want to do is really come back to this idea of compassion um, in relation to, you know, like how we live our life. So, 
when we say I have compassion for the suffering, right? Well, what does that really mean? Like, what does it really mean to have compassion? You know, compassion isn't um, pity. It's not even empathy. It's compassion. It's, you know, ahimsa is the um, yogi way of talking about compassion. And it's the very first yama. We're talking about how we we have this idea of non-harming, non-harming, uh, being non-harming to ourselves, to others, to the planet, really having this sense of um, deep respect for other people and anything outside of ourselves. But I, I just actually finished reading an excerpt from my book to post online this week. And, you know, compassion is really an inside job because when we truly recognize the the meaning of the word namaste, which is, you know, I bow to the light in you, or I, I see you in me, or I see me in you, we're essentially saying we are one. Now that's all fine and dandy when everybody's happy and everybody's like cool, right? Oh, well, yeah, I totally see myself in you. But what about when somebody is kind of a doofus or not very nice, then we judge them. We call them a doofus or something to that manner. And we don't have compassion. We're like, oh, they must be this or they must be that. And we all do it. So if you're saying that you don't do it, I would invite you to dig a little bit deeper, right? So we have to sit back and in those moments, notice like, okay, where is that within me? And remember that we see the light in each other, but we see everything in each other, right? And so that's where this idea of compassion for me anyways is born. It's like recognizing that the suffering of others is really truly the suffering within our own self. And when we hold compassion, we don't try to fix it. We don't try to alleviate it. We don't try to judge it or put it in a box or figure it out or make intellectual rational sense we just hold space because a lot of times we can't understand the suffering of others and and honestly when we even say the suffering of others we're assuming that the other person is suffering <laughs> when we don't really know if they're suffering you know, Sean Korn taught us years ago in my off-the-mat training. I did her training years ago. Um, she said, you know, you don't want to go into another country or another, you know, community and say, let me help you. Let me do all these things for you because I know what's best. That's actually kind of rude. But to come in and be of service, so how can I support you? You know, what can I do for you? And recognize that you know, our work, our seva, our challenge in those moments in time is really to serve our own self. So, you know, compassion isn't um, even love. It's a derivative of, it's this idea that if I actually spew obscenities or anger or any kind of hatred or anything that is not love or grace or gratitude at someone else, I'm actually feeling that within my own self. It's something that is within me. You know, we, we, um, and, and actually let me, I'm going to back up. So I believe that when we 
um, when we experience that in another, right? So we see something in someone else and we're like, oh my God, this person this or this person that. And I say out loud, I say, oh, that must be within me somewhere. Okay, here's the deal with that. So if, if everyone is a mirror to us and everything is in a holographic universe and everything is a mirror reflection, we then get to decide how, um, what we get to experience, right? And so for experiencing something that is less than tolerable in someone else, we have to ask ourselves, what is it within me that is continuing to attract that? Now, if I get mad at the other person or, you know, angry or start whirling judgment at them, think of it as like a boomerang. So I whip something at someone and all it's going to do is come back and trigger me and come back and say, no, 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 this is yours. Now, if I can sit in that same triggered moment and go, oh my gosh, okay, I do not know where this person is coming from. I have no idea what went on in their life. I am sending them, and I'm going to just say it, light and love. You know, like really put them in a place of light and love. Don't just say it either because I said this in class today. Like the universe knows when you're lying, when you're like, I'm sending you light and love. Okay, really mean it. Then we can have compassion for them and we can just hold space for them while they go through whatever it is they need to go through because it's none of our business. You know, Byron Katie says, be on your side of the street and your side of the street only. Because if you're on someone else's side of the street, who's watching yours? You know? So have compassion for a moment in time where maybe something triggered you. And when we can send like this different energy, like not allowing something to infiltrate our existence then all of a sudden the energy around whatever that instance is starts to dissolve. And then that thing that's within us that used to attract that person or that instance or whatever begins to dissolve and it no longer happens. So it no longer is who we are. And I have no idea if that makes sense or not, but I'm hoping it does. (laughs) So it's like compassion is the solve for everything. You know, when I do, when I lead teacher trainings, we have this exercise that we do with the yamas and the niyamas. And it's this, um, it's this really powerful um, exercise that, well, I'm not going to tell it to you. I'm not going to tell you how it works, but essentially what happens is we go through all the yamas and the niyamas. And what we recognize is that everything comes back to ahimsa. Everything comes back to compassion. If you can't have compassion, you can't possibly have truth. If you can't have compassion, you can't have this sense of like a non-attachment. You know, there's, there's compassion has to be weaved into everything, everything that we say, everything that we do, how we function, everything. Um, again, compassion isn't needing to understand. You know, we all have these instances in our life where we've been hurt or we've been betrayed or we've been abused or neglected or whatever, but we don't know what triggered that person to actually create that instance with us, you see? So all we can do is just sit for a moment and go, wow, okay, I have no idea what happened there, you know? 
and maybe look to see maybe something that happened in our childhood or something that was the seed of that instance. Yeah. So compassion isn't an intellectual rationalization. It, it isn't even forgiveness. It's not the same thing. And it's not having pity. It's not having pity. That's so silly. Sometimes I look up these words when I'm getting ready to do the podcast and I'm like, are you kidding me? Who wrote this? <laughs> Who is this Merriam-Webster person? <laughs> so, you know, um, I talked about this in class today too, and I'll, I'll remind you, um, if you came to my class and now you're listening to this, um, the, um, the, one of the greatest ways I've, um, had defined or shared with me the idea of compassion is there's this book by Neil Donald Walsh. It's called the little soul and the sun. And it's really powerful because it talks about, um, it's a kid's book and it's talked, it talks about, um, like basically sacred contracts that we make in our life before we're born. Our soul makes these contracts with people um, and they show up in our life and, you know, when they show up in our life, they're here to bring us some sort of lesson. They're our quote-unquote greatest teachers, and we tend to forget why they showed up because they're pissing us off or rubbing us the wrong way, right? And then we have to, when we sit in things long enough, we begin to recognize what the root or the seed of that issue is and why that person has actually come into our life. And so my invitation to you is to first of all get that book because it's such a great book. It's called The Little Soul in the Sun by Neil Donald Walsh. It's a kid's book and it's just awesome. I actually am considering putting it in my teacher training as required reading. Um, and then I would say, you know, remember that the word compassion, you know, is the space of um, infinite love. And... Um, you know, I find that over the years I've been able to drop into deep compassion. I couldn't for a really long time. I was really hurt when I was younger. And for a long time, I held a lot of anger and rage, even um, just to the way uh, some of the things that happened to me in my childhood. And I just bottled them up and bottled them up and bottled them up as I went through my uh, late teens and 20s and even into my early 30s. And it wasn't until I became a parent that I actually recognized what the word compassion meant. Um, and I began to dissolve things one by one by one by one. Um, doesn't mean it doesn't get sticky or I don't get angry or I don't get like WTF is going on here, you know, because <laughs> I'm human. But I do sit in things long enough um, when I feel the sense of constriction or contraction with something. And if I sit in it long enough toward that person or that situation, I can find compassion. And for a while, I would wait for that same feeling to come back from them, you know, like, well, I'm having compassion for you. Why can't you have compassion for me and all the things that went on in our relationship? And it <laughs> it would just get hurled back to me. Like, you know, that emoji, the pile of crap, that's what I would feel like sometimes. And I'm like, God, why, why won't they like see how compassionate I am? WTF, you know? And, um, I finally realized that it's an inside job and it just has to do with me. 
And the more I sit in that, the more things dissolve and it doesn't make it easy, but it's necessary. There's my cats. They love sitting with me when I record. (laughs) So my invitation this week for you with this idea of compassion is to sit in something that's a little challenging for you, perhaps maybe like somewhere where you feel angry or you feel betrayed or you feel neglected or you feel left behind or you feel hurt and maybe just sit in that feeling that feels uncomfortable and let it sit in all your cells for a little while and just breathe. Because sometimes when we meditate, we're like, I'm going to meditate on peace and tranquility. And, but I'm saying meditate on something that doesn't feel good. And just sit with it for a minute and see where you feel in your body. And just pinpoint that area of the body. And then start to breathe into it with this pink light. And you don't have to solve anything. You don't have to change the other person. You don't have to change their mind about how they feel about you or how they respond to you. You can just sit with this pink light kind of dissolving whatever is happening. And you can take that wound wherever it is and just allow it to dissolve in your own self. So that's my, my thought process for the week. And also remember that, you know, the more you can look in the mirror and have compassion for yourself, like where you've, you know, quote unquote messed up or where you think you've done something wrong or you haven't been good enough or done enough, you know, maybe just have a little compassion for yourself because that's really where it all starts anyways. Yeah. So, um, if you're on um, Instagram, I, I'm posting an IGTV video of me reading from my book on compassion. And a really great quote from Pema Chodron came out of that. So hopefully we'll see you somewhere. My invitation is to breathe into the heart a lot this week. That's compassion, infinite love, grace, gratitude, forgiveness, all the things. And um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, paying attention. Thank you for evolving. And uh, so we'll see you somewhere soon on the map. Um, Again, thank you so much, you guys. This is um, Evolve Your Soul series with Dana Damara. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Namaste.